Hey guys, this is Myra. This is Taylor. And we, and are, we the- are the Black Wallflowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, eventually we gonna get it right, but <laughs> it still works for the, the theme of the show. Mm. But um, So the Black Wildfires podcast is a group of two Black introverted women discussing daily life and navigating an extrovert world. So I'm, I would consider myself a hugger. Um, but are are you a hugger? I'm trying to think how long mm-hmm. we known each other, like two, three years. Not probably two. Yeah. Years. No, it's probably closer to three because Ashley's right. one now. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I hugged you once, and I was at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> are you even a hugger? Um. I guess not. It really depends. Like my mom's side of the family is not big on hugging, mm-hmm. but on my dad's side, you know, I hug a lot on that side. So it it depends. Okay, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I feel like I want to be like more affectionate since now Ashton's here. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess it's hard because I like growing up most of my time was on my mom's side. And then I, like, lived with my grandparents while I was in high school. So that was a little weird, like, getting used to, like, hugging and stuff. But I don't know. It's not as weird when I go around them now. But mm. overall, I guess I'm not a hugger. Right. <laughs> I feel like I, um, I'm a hugger. But I feel like maybe I became a hugger when I became an adult. Like, I felt like growing up, I don't think we were given hugs like I don't think I hug my mom like hey good to see you that kind of thing but um as an adult I think is when I started becoming a hugger so so was it more so after you like had the boys no I think it was just me growing up and it was like it's okay to hug people you know you (laughs) you know your friend your 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 brother your whatever it's okay to hug people um so yeah it was like it was way before like they before they came but um yeah I think it was just me becoming a daughter realizing it's okay to hug people Uh, so but you more so like you hug like loved ones and stuff like you don't first meet somebody and bring them oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, because I know a lot of people like the the lady that was training me at work she's one of those kind of people and she said she had to turn it off at work because she basically raised her kids so before working at my job now she was raising them for what like 20 20 to 30 years she was out of workforce so she had to turn it off because she would just meet people and hug them like that's weird don't do that (laughs) so I know people that does that but yeah I guess I'm I'm overall not uh I do try to I guess I'm gonna try to change that Mm. so I don't continue the cycle (laughs) but yeah that that definitely was random yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so this I kind of came across this on a podcast and I totally forgot what podcast I was listening to but um actually no that's a lie I seen this on Facebook one of my planner Facebook groups Mm. and someone posted like have y'all noticed that y'all haven't got catcalled as often as Mm. an adult as you did as a child and I'm like Mm. You know what you write. So she she had posted in there like, do you guys like find that disturbing that a lot of older people were like trying to basically prey on us, yeah. or do you think it's more so that 
in her words, she said, we ugly now. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's more so like predatorial kind of thing. Well, now that I think about it, because I don't know. I mean, overall, I feel like look wise, I was the same. Might have like a little bit more weight on me now than like 15, 16, but look wise the same. But I had got so much more like cat calls, like just doing my everyday life. Yeah. As a child than now. So no, have I, you I that? never I never thought about that. But now that I'm like, you know what? I think that's right. Like I yeah. I don't think I've gotten cat calls since I was younger for real and like I don't I don't know if it's a young old thing um just like you I've changed as well um so I don't know if it's that the older guys are like preying on the younger girls maybe mm-hmm. they're naive or um uh, or maybe it's the fact that we're married maybe we look a little bit more confident a little bit more mature I don't yeah. know but yeah I never thought about that but I, I definitely think it's true though yeah because I'm thinking back on it like and it could be a situation because obviously as a, you know, a teenager or whatever, we didn't really have means of transportation mm-hmm. versus like now, you know, we're driving. So we're not like on the bus or walking mm-hmm. to get to where we need to. So that may be it too. But thinking back on who like actually cat called me, they were clearly much older than me. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's like a mixture of both or just guys are just trash and just trying yeah. to prey on younger people. So wow. that, was, that was definitely like interesting to like to think back on it. Like, wow, is that that true? Like that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I just thought about this. I wonder if it might be also a thing where we're just not paying attention. Like maybe we are getting catcalled, but unless they're like right in front of you, you're not really hearing nothing other than something that's right in front of you. Yeah. I don't know. I could be a little bit of all of the above, but mm-hmm. the humanitarian in me is like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not the case that they were like really trying to prey on me because I was young minded. Cause I used to think that like, Oh, this is cool. You know, kind of not all the time, but like, it was like kind of a badge of glory. So this means mm-hmm. like, like, Oh, he liked me. Yeah. But now it's like, if that were to happen now, it's just like annoying. Like, come better, but, <laughs> but yeah. That so, was... okay, let me ask this, though. Um, So, let's say, like, now, I'm, I'm sure you probably still get catcalled now, just probably not as often. Um, When you do get catcalled, does it ever feel like good? Like, oh, I still got it, you know, somebody else other than my husband finds me attractive? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're not really responding to them, but do you ever be like, Oh, okay, I'm still I'm I'm still cute. I still got it. I guess to be honest, a little bit of me is okay. like that. Majority of it is annoyed because I think like the most recent time that I could think of, they were like telling me to smile, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I think like a little part of me is like, yeah, like I still quote unquote got it. I guess. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's me too. Like I definitely don't respond to them or anything, but it does definitely feel it feels good. It kinda kinda brings your confidence yeah. up if you, yeah. you know, maybe had a bad week or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel like to me, I it could be because I'm married. I just feel like the people that approach me are like 
hot. Like you couldn't even come better. Like, <laughs> but but yeah, I think it is just like a little bit of a confidence boost too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yes, that was kind of random. Yeah, yeah. I was that really made me think like, oh, men are that bad. I <laughs> <laughs> really are. That's terrible. But oh well, that's the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so. This week, we are kind of just going to discuss, like, our introvertedness in the workplace. I like that word. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. But um, we just wanted to kind of discuss that and how that um, could be a bit of an issue, especially with the workplace. Um, well, more like corporate America is more structured for extroverts, because I don't know about you, but, like, with me coming into this new job, the basically the tips that they gave me to succeed was to like do presentations or, you know, mm-hmm. step out of the box and ask for like additional work and stuff. And that's not my personality at mm-hmm. all. So basically uh, this week, we're just going to talk about kind of navigating um, the extrovert workplace as an introvert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like the workplace definitely is um geared towards extroverts mm-hmm. and um yeah I mean like one of these uh, like the pinpoints that we had here was like basically trying to find your voice at work can be very challenging I don't know about you but I get a lot of people thinking that I'm quiet or that I'm a bit more reserved and don't want to talk to like maybe the rest of the team I get that a lot um I actually had in my previous job actually was a part of one of my reviews was to basically start talking to people. That I like, was in your review? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what does got to do with me doing my job? But mm-hmm. needless to say, I'm out of that place. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like, and even like now, um, one of my uh, critiques was to ask more questions. But my thing is, I'm more of a type of person to look for the answer myself. Mm-hmm. And if I absolutely cannot find the answer, then I'll ask. I don't have a problem asking for help, so to speak. But it's more so like if I can find this on my own, why am I going to bother the next person, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, what about you? Like, what are some of the challenges that you kind of face trying to find your voice? Well, something actually happened to me this morning. Um, you know, I, I help with the, well, I train at my job now. Mm-hmm. Um, and every morning, of course, I'll, you know, say hi to everybody. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Whatever, whatever. I get back to my desk and a few people around me are talking about, you know, what was on the news last night, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, um, one, one person was like, Taylor, you're so quiet. You don't want to participate in the conversation. Um, I'm clocked in. I'm doing my work. I don't have anything to contribute to the conversation. No, no, I'm not going to participate <laughs> Like me, I, I come to work, I do my job, and then I go home. Like, mm-hmm. I don't not talk to anybody. I speak to everybody in the morning. I speak to everybody in the hallway. Um, but if I don't have anything to say, I'm not just going to randomly come over and start a, a conversation with you. But I do feel like I definitely struggle with that. Um, even with the position that I'm in now, I feel like... Um, because I am an introvert, it is hard for me to, uh, so I train, I train one-on-one. Um, so I feel like I do better with that versus like if I'm doing something in a big 
uh, group setting. Okay. It's hard for me to really get up and speak out about stuff. Um, or really takes more more courage, more effort to do something like that versus it being kind of a a one on one kind of thing. Um, but I definitely do feel like it is it is tough being a, a introvert in the in the workplace because, like you said, it is kind of the workplace is a extroverted place. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. It just, I guess for me, it, it kind of seems like it comes off as me being rude or as, or maybe even timid. Cause I guess recently with me getting this critique about not asking questions, they were like, are you, do you feel comfortable coming to the team? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Like, I don't mind asking questions, but I'm going to look for it myself first before I ask. And then plus, that's the way I learn too. I like to dig in and figure it out on my own. I'm not more of a person that be like, can you tell me where this is? Because then I'm not going to retain the information. If I I work through it and find it on my own, I'm able to retain it. So trying to explain that (laughs) is like just talking to a wall because I just it's just expected of me to basically ask different questions or mm-hmm. whatever. So I don't know. It feels a little bit like, I guess, pressure, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of what I struggle with. And then I also struggle to kind of make relationships in the workplace too. Mm. So, and I think it's a combination of both like, Honestly, my my blackness and um, my introvertness, because I feel like I don't really have one too many people in the workplace to like relate to, so to speak. And then also it's really like if I see somebody that may not look like me, but I feel like I can relate to them. It's hard for me to come out my comfort zone and talk to them. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I feel like I think it might be more people that look like me at the place that I work versus where you work, just based on the conversations <laughs> that we've had. Um, yeah, for uh, sure. There's definitely a few people that um, that I feel like I I, I guess I, I kind of consider them a friend, and I even talk to them outside of work. Um, but it definitely is a lot like to kind of build up that relationship as well. But I do think it's important to at least have a few people in your corner in the workplace. Um, so, yeah. Do you feel like, um, like when it comes to like performance, um, and I feel like, I don't know if it's an introvert thing, but for me, when I do something well, I don't necessarily feel the need to be recognized for it, like in front of everybody. Like I get, I get, Pray, the the praise really comes for myself. Like I'm I'm happy with myself. I'm happy that I um, hit that goal or hit that achievement or um, surpass that. I don't necessarily need to be recognized by by other people. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a netting here. I'm sorry, but um, but yeah, partially I agree. I feel like I need um, I like the recognition, but I'm more like. If you want to send an email out to the team or even if you just want to send an email like for my manager to me and let me know like, hey, I I seen that you did X, Y and Z. That's pretty good. I like that more so than let's give a shout out like in front yeah. of the whole team. Right. At the like, as we're doing like a stand. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I don't like that because I feel like I'm put on the spot with that. 
but an email for me is is nice. It's nice to see that people are recognizing me, recognizing me. So I don't, you know, overall get this morale that you know all my work is going on unnoticed. So I prefer like maybe an email or even if it goes out to the whole team, I prefer email versus a quote unquote shout out. So I'm not sure. Other job, you had a few different positions. Um, do you feel like you got that, like based on like just your work performance, or was it kind of um, going out of your way to um, build your relationship with like higher up people? Or um, I think it was um, honestly a little bit of both, but uh, most of the recognition from like my past jobs came from um, my performance with my job itself. Um, because I didn't really step out of like my comfort zone and kind of built those relationships. I, like you said, I just came to work, did my job, did my job, and really real, real. But, uh, but um, what I liked about what I liked actually the last, the, well, the second to last manager that I had before I ended up leaving my last company, she actually sent out an email that kind of had questions and say, how do you like being recognized? Like, would you prefer me to do it in front of the whole team or by email? So that I really appreciate it because I can like tell you, hey, do not, <laughs> do not recognize me in front of everybody in the meeting like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't vibe like that. I can, you know, email is just fine for me. So when I was under her, you know, that was, although, you know, the job sucked, but <laughs> it made it the experience a little bit better because she was more open to my style of recognition, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like definitely for me, um, I've had a few, three or four positions um, in the company that I'm at now. I feel like for the most part, that's come from my performance in those positions, not necessarily building relationships with certain people. But this most recent one, I feel like, yeah, it was from getting out of my comfort zone and um, reaching out to certain people or trying to build a relationship with certain people. Um but I feel like for the most part, it's, it's, it's for my performance. But I do feel like um, people who do kind of go out of their way to, you know, um, form a relationship with so-and-so or so-and-so. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, how they say it's it's all about who you know, not necessarily what you know. Or, like, yeah. who you know is more important than what you know. So, I mean, that kind of sucks. But um, it definitely is possible to get ahead and get that promotion or get that raise just based on your your performance. Yeah, I definitely agree that it's possible because, you know, I've been promoted a few times in my last position. I just started with where I'm at now. So, but I feel like it may have been a little bit easier for me to move up and probably to get out of the department that I last was in if I would have, you know, stepped out of my comfort zone and made those connections. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, again, it... Honestly, who you know is more important than what you know. Like, I definitely feel like some of the jobs that I applied in within the company that I could have really had excelled at, but because nobody didn't know me, mm. <laughs> I basically, you know, wasn't really given a chance, so to speak. But it is definitely possible to, you know, get those promotions. But honestly, knowing some folks, unfortunately, I feel like at least ultimately get you where you need to go mm-hmm. I agree that kind of sucks for us though. yeah right right because I mean I'm I'm just not the time I'm not gonna like networking events 
like freaks me out completely. I I don't like small talk. So for me to go to an event that's basically all about small talk, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not my my thing. I remember when we went on that um that trip to Orlando. Literally that whole three four days we were there was a networking event. So everywhere I went with him, I'm just trying to smile, maybe make some small talk as well. But mm-hmm. I I suck at small talk. I don't know what to say. If I if I can't relate to what you're saying, I don't know how to you know somehow relate to them. But it was so awkward, but he Ray Ray does a really good job of that. Just sparking up a conversation with anybody. Um, yeah, I I I can't. <laughs> it's hard. And even like like let's say at work in the lunchroom or whatever, I prefer to. First of all, like on my breaks and on my on my lunch break, I prefer to take the breaks by myself. I really don't want to sit in the lunchroom with you and eat and chit chat about the day and what I'm going to do when I clock back in or, and stuff like that. Um, I prefer to get outside, be by myself, de-stress right. a little bit, and then come back in. And then, of course, at the end of the day, I might talk about work for maybe five minutes or something, but once I'm at home chilling, I don't want to talk about work. Right, yeah. Yeah, I had that issue as far as, like, once I get home about talking about work with Charles, um, Cause that's his way of de-stressing is just to kind of let it all out. But for me, that's, you know, we're done with that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. four o'clock is over. I'm, I'm done with work. I don't want to work out. Like, what about this claim? You know, I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> yeah. when I'm home. I just want to relax. So we kind of had to kind of work around something that where we, at a certain time, we would not talk about work. So that's, that's a good idea. Working. Yeah. Yeah, we probably just, need to do something like that. Ray, he'll he'll talk about work. Well, then again, sometimes he's doing stuff at six, seven o'clock at night sometimes now with the position he's in now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I feel like that's sometimes his way of de-stressing from mm-hmm. work. So I just try to try to be a listening ear, but <laughs> I, I really don't want to talk about it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just pretty much like after seven we shut it off and then I don't know lately he's been able to text me throughout the day now mm-hmm. with where I'm at so he will talk about that then but I don't know I just feel like he needs to get out of that position because I'm tired of hearing mm-hmm. about it to be honest but but yeah after seven o'clock we don't do any more like work talk at all mm-hmm. so yeah all right, so there was this one thing in um, HuffPost, and it was talking about how um, a lot of offices nowadays are doing, like, the open concept offices. Like, no, there's no real, like, walls for real. It's kind of a really, really open. Everybody can kind of see each other and hear each other. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like that, that – does that bother you? Like, what's, what's your work environment like? Do you, like, do you have, like, your own kind of space or – Um, it's more cubicle based. So we do have our own space. I know in the last, last job I was at, they were in the midst of lowering the cubicles. So, Mm. uh, the cubicles that we had, well, actually that I have now too, they're really high. So if you are sitting down, you can't see the other person on the other side of you, Mm. but they were in a process of lowering that. So if you were sitting, you can literally look over and see the person that I didn't like, um, 
for one, we were on the phone all day. Some people talk louder than others. And, you know, I don't necessarily want to hear your conversation. <laughs> Although they said, like, they'll install, like, white noise to kind of block out other conversations while you're on the phone. I don't know how that's supposed to work. But <laughs> but um, that was one thing. I didn't want to hear other people's conversations. And then um, I need I kind of need my own little space, my own little bubble. If I want to talk to you, I can easily get up or message you, you know. Mm-hmm. the walls kind of like gives me a little bit of space I feel like with the lower walls somebody can easily just turn over lean over into my space mm-hmm. I you know I have no personal space while at work so I really wasn't a fan of it but I mean ultimately if that's what your office end up doing you can't really do too much about it but get another job right but, <laughs> but um I definitely wasn't a huge fan of that and hopefully like where I'm at now, they are a lot slower with the times, like technology wise, they're a lot older and stuff too. So hopefully while I'm there, I won't see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what my fingers, fingers crossed for that. Cause I, I don't want to be able to look over and like, just see you like, yeah. right cause there's not that much space. Like mm-hmm. it's literally just the wall in between us. So mm. yeah, my space right now, I'm I'm actually up against like a window or the wall and then I have my little cubicle area. Um, so I'm like the last one in a row and that's nice because I'm not having people walking past me, you know, all day or whatever. And that's that's pretty nice. Um, and I also feel like it's a little bit more private than what it was when we were in a different part of the building. Um, so I, I definitely like it how it is now. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably just a courtesy thing too, though, like, if somebody's getting ready to come over to my desk, I like maybe a quick I am like, hey, I'm on my way over. I just have a quick question for you. I like that. I don't like to be surprised. I don't like people just <laughs> showing up at my desk. Um, I don't know if that's an introvert thing or just a uh, um, common courtesy type of thing. But yeah, I mean, it could be because I'm I'm easily startled, too. Mm. So that's why I don't like people walking up for me. Like where I'm at now, I can see people coming. Um, but before like my back will be towards like the walkway of where people will come and mm. people will walk up on me and I'll get startled. Like I used to have to have like mirrors in my cubicles. Mm. There's a couple people that have that. Yeah. Cause I'm just easily startled. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't, but um, at my old place, they got a habit of like saying that they were coming before they actually reach me or they have message me. But yeah, I don't like just, you just stopping by. <laughs> like I don't like yeah. people stopping by my house either. Like just no, oh, no stopping my house. <laughs> That's the topic for a whole nother day. Yes. People just stop <laughs> yes, don't call ahead of time. Like mm-hmm. I have let people outside. <laughs> you ain't call, and I'm not. I'm not that bold. Like, yeah, no, I I left my grandma outside. She got mad at me, but I'm like, no, <laughs> grandma. Though. She showed up unannounced. Actually, Charles ended up letting her in, but I didn't answer the door. <laughs> like, you just showed up. Like, I could have been in the shower. You don't know what I was doing. Like, just mm-hmm. give me a call. Same thing at the workplace, too. Like, that's my little space. Let me have my little space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get, like, a, a five-by-five cubicle anyway. Like, just <laughs> leave mm. me. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the topic of the week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, Just, like... Um, all of our other podcasts, we like to end it with a quote. And the quote that I have today is by Roy Bennett. 
And he says, it's only after you've stepped out of your comfort zone that you begin to change, grow, and transform. And I feel like that's kind of what we were talking about. Like, um, a lot of times it's when you kind of step out of your comfort zone and go and, you know, talk to so-and-so who it might be somebody you don't necessarily um, talk to on a normal basis. Okay. You go out and you, you know, kind of put a face to a name, kind of put yourself out there, and then you might be able to, um, you know, get ahead a little bit in that company. Mm-hmm. Or even when it comes to, like, if you're maybe looking for another job, stepping out of your comfort zone and maybe applying for some something completely different than what you've been at before. Yeah, and that's been a struggle for me. Um, I kind of was forced to <laughs> do that, step out of my comfort zone. Um, but my... I guess it's more of a struggle because I I think I battle with myself a lot. Like if I do this, I'm always thinking of the outcome being negative. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to like grow against that, but I'm, I'm always a person that will prepare for the worst. So, and I I struggle with that a lot with uh, at work because it it stops me for even taking that leap to go talk to such and such or Mm. apply for that because I'm always thinking about, rejection or what the worst could happen Mm -hmm. wow I feel like that's what kind of helped me get the the position that I am now um I stepped out of my comfort zone and I applied for something that I know I'm not technically qualified for really but I I put myself out there I applied for it and I was sitting on the other side of the desk from somebody who I've never sat and had a one-on-one conversation with so this person learned a little bit more about me. I learned a little bit more about her. And then two weeks later, I was offered a job I didn't even apply for. So mm-hmm. I definitely felt like, you know, just kind of stepping out of your comfort zone, it can definitely open up some some opportunities for you. Yeah, it's still, it's still a struggle, though. <laughs> it's still that taking that step is such a huge struggle, but it's something mm-hmm. that I'm wor- definitely working on it with every day. Okay, guys, so that's all that we have for today. Um, Make sure that you guys are following us on our social medias. We are on Instagram um, at the Black Wildflowers Pod. Um, If you have any questions or any topic suggestions that you want to send our way, you can always email us, and that is um, blackwildflowerspod at gmail.com. And um, you can find the podcast pretty much any platform, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen. Uh, We are also on YouTube. So if you want to like leave comments about the show, you can leave them there. And our YouTube name is just the Black Wildflowers Podcast. So if you want to search that in YouTube and you'd rather listen there, you can do that as well. Yeah, you guys, that's it for this week. And we will see you all in another two weeks. Yes. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.